Hey y'all, welcome to Your Best Pet, Conversations with a Vet. My name is Dr. D, and I am here to educate you on the important topics you didn't know you needed to know. Communication is the key in any relationship, and I believe with my whole heart that if you are educated in a way that you can understand, that'll make you the best pet parent you can be. So let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to Your Best Pet. This week, we are going to be talking about the top 10 plant toxins. Um, Plant toxins or um, reactions to a toxic plant uh, can range. We're just going to dive right in here. They can range uh, from a various amount of signs. Um, anything from vomiting, diarrhea, being super tired and lethargic, not wanting to eat anything, being anorexic, to drooling, which is hypersalivation, or even seizure activity, or in some cases, even death. So toxic plants can be a big deal. What we worry the most about, obviously, is death, Um, but uh, we want to make sure that you guys are aware of everything uh, to keep your dog or cat away from. So we'll just go down the list. Um, I will say uh, the plant, what family it's in, uh, the toxic principle, and then like the signs. So let's start from the top. Number one. Number one is the philodendron. Philodendrons are in the Ericaceae family. Um, The toxic principle for a philodendron is insoluble calcium oxalate. Uh, So like a calcium oxalate toxicity. Basically, your signs are going to be respiratory distress. So breathing really heavy um, and having trouble breathing and GI signs. And typically, philodendrons are fatal. Um, So keep away. Do not keep in your house. Um, And if your pet does get a hold of them, get them to your veterinarian right away. Number two, uh, these are common plants. So um, it's not necessarily the most toxic, but um, they are very common this time of year. Um, That is poinsettias. Poinsettias are in the Euphorbiaceae family, and they cause a number of signs anywhere from GI signs like vomiting and diarrhea to drooling, skin irritation, and eye irritation, so like rashes and that kind of thing. The signs are dose-dependent, so it depends on how much they ingest or come in contact with. Most of the time, it's a mild toxicity. I actually had one of these uh, last week, last week, week before last. Um, It was a dog, and the owner didn't want to do anything. So um, there you go. (laughs) Uh, They, if it's a mild toxicity, it tends to be not a huge deal. They'll get over it. However, if it's a severe toxicity, it can be really, really bad. My recommendation is to keep them away. Um, and just don't keep them in your house as far as having dogs or cats around. Um, otherwise, 
if you have a dog and they can't reach high up, you can have them, you know, higher up like on a table or something like that. However, if the leaves fall, then you end up with a whole problem. So I typically just don't recommend having these in my house. Now, the toxic principle for poinsettias, 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 um, the toxic principle is actually unknown. So don't worry about that bit. Um, we won't deep dive into that at all. Number three is the snake plant. The snake plant is in the Agaviaceae family. Uh, the toxic component is called a saponin, saponin. Um, and snake plants like the mother-in-law tongue, most people will just call it a snake plant. Um, there's a couple of different ones. Um, basically they cause GI signs. So like vomiting and diarrhea and also a little bit of nausea. Um, they are mildly toxic, but they still cause some pretty good signs. So stay away. Number four is the jade plant or the rubber plant. They're in the Crassuliaceae family. Um, the toxic principle is unknown, um, but they cause vomiting, depression, uh, incoordination, or ataxia, uh, where they're kind of wobbling around. Um, they are, some people, th there's a few different kinds of jade plants. Um, basically, if you say rubber plant or the rubber tree, people know what you're talking about. But if you just Google it, you can see what it looks like. Um, a lot of people will keep them. They're very ornamental. I think they're really pretty, um, but uh, they can be very toxic. Number five is one of my favorites, and I'm actually a little sad that it's on this list because I don't know that I um, really knew how toxic it was. Um, so that just goes to show veterinarians don't know absolutely everything. Um, but I did look this up at length after I found it out. Um, because I have one of these in my house. It is an aloe vera. Aloe vera is in the Liliaceae family. So it is technically in the lily family, um, which I don't know that I knew that. So there you go. The toxic component is called a saponin, just like the um, snake plant, but it also has anthra quinones in it. Um, I'm going to butcher all of these names, <laughs> but I wanted you guys to know. So if you could look it up, um, you know, if you wanted that information. Um, anyway, the gel is usually okay, but the plant part of it is what's toxic. So the actual leaf of it, not what's in the leaf. So if they got a hold of the gel stuff, they're typically okay. But if they did chew on the leaf, that can be toxic. It can cause vomiting, diarrhea, and um, lethargic behavior. Number six is the lily itself and the Liliaceae family. Basically the entire family of lilies is toxic. Um, specifically in cats, it causes kidney failure. Um, in dogs, it's not as toxic, mild GI signs. However, you want to avoid them anyway. Um, number seven is daffodils. Now, this is another one that I never thought about, but daffodils are in the Narcissus family, or they're a Narcissus species. 
Um, the toxic component is um, lycorserin and alkaloids. Um, so essentially, um, if you get a, a hold of a small amount, you see some drooling, can see vomiting and diarrhea. But if a dog or cat gets a hold of a large amount of daffodils or, or large amount um, of the toxin, they can have, um, de it basically drops their blood pressure, um, which can cause seizures and cardiac arrhythmias. I did not know this. Um, I keep daffodils. I love daffodils. Um, my dog doesn't go near them. However, um, it can be a big deal. So stay away from those at Easter time. Um, you want to in the spring as typically when they're in bloom and uh, stay away from those little bad boys. Number eight. Number eight is hydrangeas. Hydrangeas, um, hydrangeas are in the hydrangeaceae family. Uh, the toxic component is cyanogenic glycoside. Um, and it's basically a cyanide toxicity. Um, usually they just get a small amount of it. So you just see the vomiting, the diarrhea, and the depression. A large cyanide toxicity is rare, but it can happen. And usually it starts with the GI signs. So that's what you want to be on the lookout for. If you see any of that, straight to your veterinarian, straight to the ER. Um, so they can be flushed out and do the whole deal. Um, number nine is tulips. Tulips are also in the lily family. There are three of these that are in the lily family, and I included them individually because I don't think about aloe vera as being a lily, and I don't think about tulips as being a lily. So I want to make sure you guys knew that. Um, number nine, the tulip. Um, the toxin is tulipin, A and B. Um, there is a large amount of toxin in the bulb. So if they get a hold of your bag of bulbs, for example, that would be where you see the most toxic signs. Um, typically you'll see vomiting, diarrhea, drooling, which is hypersalivation and depression, basically being lethargic. Um, that is most of these signs. You'll notice a theme. They all cause GI signs and something else typically. So just keep that in mind. Um, and last but not least, number 10 is going to be the palm or the sago palm. Sago palm toxicity. Uh, sagos are in the uh, cycad family. The toxin is cycasin. Uh, and Usually what you'll see, this is more of a dog thing, but it can happen in dogs and cats. Um, you see vomiting, diarrhea with blood in it, which is melina, uh, liver signs. So being icteric, going into liver failure, um, increase in thirst or drinking, um, and even death. Uh, sago palms are extremely toxic to dogs. Um, most of the time people don't notice until they are actively dying, um, which is why it is such a severe toxicity. Um, and straight to the emergency clinic. I mean, that's the best thing that you can do. I did put two bonus plants on here. Um, 
azaleas or azalea bushes because they're super common, but they're also really toxic. And oleander, which is like an ornamental kind of bush situation with long straight leaves. Those are both very toxic. They did not make the top 10 list, but they are very toxic. Um, they're cardiotoxic, so they cause heart issues, death, um, and destruction. <laughs> death and destruction. Um, but they do cause, um, they're cardiotoxic, so they cause um, heart failure, basically. Um, so super deadly, stay away. Those are your two bonuses. Now, I know what you're thinking. The next thing you're thinking is, why is nothing safe for my pet? And you're right. Nothing is safe for your pet. <laughs> Most of anything that goes by mouth has the ability to cause vomiting and diarrhea. There are some flowers that you can keep around that are a bit safer, even though if they are consumed, they can still cause vomiting and diarrhea. These are, this list is specific for dogs, okay? So in dogs, flowers that you can keep around decently safely are going to be things like daisies, orchids, uh, snapdragons, sunflowers. Those are two of my favorites, my personal favorites, D or three of my personal favorites, daisies, uh, snapdragons, and sunflowers. Uh, orchids, I also have a few of, um, zinnias, and marigolds, uh, hibiscus, jasmine, petunias, and roses if they don't have the, thorn, the thorns on them. Those are all considered decently safe. Um, now, the alternative to this little quick list um, of flowers that are safe to keep around for dogs are not necessarily safe for cats. For example, daisies, while they're decently safe in dogs, um, can cause drooling and bloody diarrhea in cats, so you don't really want those around. For cats, for me, nothing is safe. I don't feel, I, I've looked at a million and one different lists of things that are supposed to be safe for cats, but in actuality, most of that list I've seen issues with. So for me, the only thing that's usually okay for cats are succulents, but even succulents have an issue. I had a case a couple of months ago of a cat who was having vomiting and diarrhea, and the only thing they had in their house were succulents. They removed those plants, and then the cat was fine. So for me, I if, if I had a cat, it would be fake plants all the way. I don't know that I would keep any plants in the house because cats tend to destroy them and they get themselves into trouble and toxic situations and it can happen with most plants. So for me, that is a no-go when it comes to cats. Just say no to plants. That being said, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. I hope this was a fun, shorter episode of plant toxicity and what to keep away from. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks and have a fantastic week. Bye, y'all. Y'all, thank you so much for listening in. If you like this podcast, 
Share it with a friend. Uh, if you found it helpful, send it to somebody who you think it would help too. Um, you can like, comment, share this pod on Insta. It's your best pet pod. Um, and if you love this podcast, five stars only, please, at the bottom. Uh, I'd really appreciate it. It helps the pod grow and reach more people. Until next time, hope you're living life with your best pet. We'll see you next week.